think the main thing that this practice does for us um, is it changes the way we think from being completely about I, me, 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 um, to thinking about myself in amongst us. The Transformative Marks podcast explores how Indigenous tattoo artists, cultural tattoo practitioners, and ancestral skin markers transform this world for the better, dot by dot, line by line, and stitch by stitch. My name is Dion Kazis. I'm a Hungarian, Métis, and Intikatmuk professional tattoo artist and ancestral skin marker. I started the work of reviving my ancestral Intikatmuk skin marking practice over a decade ago. I have helped, supported, and trained practitioners and tattoo artists here on Turtle Island. In this podcast, I sit down with Indigenous tattoo artists, cultural tattoo practitioners, and ancestral skin markers from across the globe, bringing you behind the scenes of this powerful, transformative, and spiritual work. Who am I? I am Godzilla, <laughs> to some. <laughs> I am Julia Munger El Grey. I'm Papua New Guinean Australian, and um, my Papua New Guinean heritage is um, Mekio, yeah, uh, the Mekio people um, in Central Province, Papua New Guinea. And on my Australian side, um, my father hails from Victoria, um, though he wasn't raised there, so he was mainly in Papua New Guinea. Well, he's adult, his young years, so mm. yeah, PNG is where it's at, and I currently live in New Zealand. Uh, beautiful there. I'd love to live there. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, so what got you into doing the work that you're doing in terms of uh, skin marking? I'm a dancer, visual artist, and so I was working with three other Papua New Guinean Australian women, um, making a documentary um, to raise awareness about um, our marks, our old women and their marks. And the whole idea was to encourage people um, to talk to their grandparents or grandmothers, their um, their families about what we felt was um, yeah was was disappearing. So the designs were there, but the practice um, not yeah not so much, but all of it still in living memory. So um, part of that was to travel to Samoa, and whilst we were with um, Sua Suluape Alaiva'a, we, um, yeah, he basically said, uh, you need to pick up the tool. That's how you revive this practice. And, um, and so, and so I did. Yeah. Changed my life. Gosh. <laughs> Do you want to say more about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still recovering. Um, so yeah, I suppose it's not really what I wanted to do. Um, and um, it took me some time to just accept that that's, yeah, that that was my path. Um, but everything that I have ever done has led up to this this mahi, this work. So, yeah, it is what I do now. Why do you, you know, when, uh, you know, this whole event has been about, you know, our practices, reviving mm. them, uh, continuing them, all of those things, why is it important? Why are these marks important? Ah, uh, I mean, the obvious, our marks are cultural identifiers, um, and that's what they were in the past, um, and they identified not just um, where you hailed from, where you came from, but also, you know, um, the people before you and, and, and the people around you. So, 
Um, they were identifiers. Um, and why that's important today is um, that's been stripped from us. So to wear the marks again means um, it means that we connect to our, we reconnect to our old people's thinking, um, and we have a visual language that, um, yeah, is in use again. And um, it really is about uh, repairing the damage or sort of um, healing that wound that has just that big slash of ugliness that came with colonization. So, um, yeah, that's in a nutshell. Um, you know, you touched on kind of the next question, you know, because in the work that we do uh, in Canada, you know, we've started to frame a lot of that work around this idea of tattoo medicine. Mm. You know, uh, you've talked a little bit about the identity and those things. Uh, when I say that phrase, what comes to mind? Um, so the work today is about, um, you know, I, I do consults with women, um, occasionally men. Um, when they yeah when they're brave enough to sort of step up it's not that we don't mark men it's just it's up to them but um when we do the consult because i choose what and where after the consult and um you read their experience and you read their body and um you see uh what's happening and where the marks of transition need to be because that's what our marks are essentially they're marks of transition so they move you from one phase of your life to the next. Um, they acknowledge where you've been and how you've been, and then you, yeah, you move on to the next level. So it's not that you move forward, it's just that you expand and you, um, you become fuller because you open yourself up to more. And so I think this work today is really, um, you know, about hearing our, our people's stories and um, finding a way to um, transition them through the marks um, into, in, into just straight up loving themselves because that's actually um, what our issue is. We've been, we are encouraged to not even um, like what we see. You know, we're the wrong color, whether we're not enough this, we're not enough that. We're constantly having to justify who we are. And the marks, once they're on your skin, there is no point. You don't need to justify because you are. So that's what, um, that's the healing aspect. I mean, that's today. I think in the past, um, you know, life was different. And so, uh, you know, if there were ailments, they, they would have, they would have um, done different things through their own medicines and, um, and through the marking. But uh, Essentially, the marks really were about, um, for us, just transitioning you to the next phase, and that's from young girl to, to woman. And then you pass that on, so it just continues, continues, and continues. And um, I think the main thing that this practice does for us um, is it changes the way we think from being completely about I, me, 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 um, to thinking about myself, in amongst us um and so yeah there's it teaches you to shelve the ego and to shelve um to just put that in check because sometimes and most of the time it's not as important as the people around you yeah namely your family
Awesome. Yeah, I love that concept that you just brought up of like, <clears throat> it's not about moving you up, it's about expanding, mm. you know, because I think it just brings that picture to my mind that, you know, we've been squished and we've been asked to take up less yep. and less diminished. Room, yeah. Right. And so, yeah, that picture of like, no, I'm actually going to take up some space. Here. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Totally. That's what it is. So how is um, how is tattooing the tat or the mark making that you uh, do uh, participate in uh, work with? How is that connected to the land? Oh man, all of the um, the the patterns, the designs, um, you know, they're from our surroundings. They're from um, what crawls through the grass there, what flies in the, in the sky. Um, yeah. What, what is the ocean? Everything. It's our, it's our surroundings. It's, it completely connects us to, um, where we live. Uh, and it's, it's all inclusive in, in that way. Um, it's not something obscure, you know, these are centipedes. These are, um, are birds these are fish spines the you know there's um yeah the, and then it's also marks that are women marks that are men um it's our surroundings you you can't really you know there's this idea that you categorize things like um this needs to fit into that box and that box we we, you know, we had people that would like specialize in different roles, but it was never that that was the only thing you did. If someone was to all of a sudden, if you're someone that was, was, was a healer and then they were to start singing over there, um, it's not as if you wouldn't know how to do that. You would, because you're a part of a, a collective of people. So it's not about my role is this. It's, this is what my family specialize in. But we all do this. And so the idea of um, it is only about the design, it, the, it's so interwoven that you can't even, like this idea that you need to separate stuff is just dumb, you know. Sorry, colonizers. <laughs> but I suppose they, they needed to do that to try and understand us, I suppose. But um, unfortunately, we've taken that on. And um, so, you know, uh I am a dancer, I am a filmmaker, I'm, I'm an artist and I'm, you know, I'm from Papua New Guinea, Australia and I'm a mum, that's my main role, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm a mum, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, I guess in, in as far as you're comfortable, um, you know, when you see the impact or what impact do you see this having on the people that you're working with? Oh, man easy um it, it is about um uh, it's probably better to give an example one of these ladies that i marked when she first walked through the door um she showed no skin none at all um maybe her fingertips and and her face um by the by the time we'd finished marking her over a year um she was in her skin. She, um, the confidence and the, um, the, you have, you have no right to judge me vibe was, um, like she was just full, um, you know, and I, I think it, it is simply, um, the reward. And I know that this will, 
will just keep moving on because you you change that um, generational trauma that's been sitting in your body. You move it out by learning to love yourself. And when these, it, when you let the marks do their job, and then you you don't question or doubt, and you just sort of um, live through that, then um, what that does is it's simple. If you love yourself, then that's what passes on, rather than if you are have been completely ripped apart or that's what passes on so that's why this work's important because you are giving people um yeah just a tool something to mark that um it's okay to be who we are mm. yeah yeah that's that's powerful yeah our work is eh yeah humbling yeah <laughs> you're just in it right? yeah now you're just doing yeah, what yeah. you have to do and then you take a second and people start, you know, sharing what you're doing. And then you go, ah, yeah. oh, man, yeah, <laughs> is that what I did? <laughs> cool. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I was just worried about that bit of ink, like, beating under the skin. Yeah, but, yeah exactly. you know, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Am I going to sweat on this person? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, you know, because the work that we do is uh, very challenging, you know, again, and as far as you're comfortable, what are some of the things that you help to ground yourself or to deal with the pressures of the work that you do? Um, you have to move. Um, you have to, uh, and I think this is just because of all the, the dancing. Um, uh, when we do our sessions, um, oh man, they they leave in a, in a good space, but what ends up happening is all of that gets transferred to us um, in some way and the best way to move that out of our system and to sort of keep ourselves grounded is to move and so we dance um, or we swim. Um, but yeah, it's and it's literally you ask it to leave and um, you, you, um, you take care of yourself, but it's movement. If you don't move, it has no way to move out of your body. Yeah, that's a important. It's an important thing because you know a lot of times uh, I'm able to just go, okay, I'm here to do this thing, and mm. it doesn't usually affect me. Sometimes it does, but a lot of my students are uh, haven't had that training to be able to go. This isn't mine. Yeah. So that's uh, important, and you know, it just again, I think that supports the idea that I've had that this revival can help other revivals, right? Oh, um, totally. In terms totally. of our, in terms of movement, in terms of dance, mm. like there's another place where we can bring those ceremonial, those dances back. Yeah. I mean, I think it's also learning about um, uh, not getting carried, carried away in, in like you acknowledge that, that this is what's happening. Um, but you don't allow that to sort of um, don't don't invest in it and become like a you, you've actually it's it's just being quiet about it um, and not being shocked and just allowing it to sort of you acknowledge that it's um, it's pain or you acknowledge that it's anger or or whatever it may be that you're feeling and then um, you let it go um, and often. Uh, what we do is, um, you know, we'll find the ocean or we'll find water, um, but we talk and you, you talk it through and then you let it go. But if you, you and it has to be with others, it can't just be by yourself. Um, 
and because that's where the danger is. If it's just you, then you've got no way, no one can pull you up. It's, yeah, it's a constant balancing act, but um, it needs to be done with people. Yeah, it can't be done, can't be done by yourself. Yeah, completely alone. You, you need to be able to move it out. Hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. That's, yeah, it's full on, eh? Some of the stuff you deal with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gosh. Yeah, sometimes I'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and wine. Sometimes just sitting over a glass of wine <laughs> and just going, wow, what was that? <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah. So I have two more questions, and they're very open. And, okay. uh, you know, I just asked this one uh, because part of this is also to, like, create an archive of the work, you know, that we as a community of practitioners have been doing. And um, you just never know who may listen to this in the future in terms mm. of, you know, especially uh, people from your community. And so I always ask, what message do you want to send to the future generation? It's really hard to say. I mean, I could say the normal stuff like, you know, um, stay rooted in your identity and all of those things. But um, the thing is, I don't know what comes next. Um, I, I know that we're doing our best to move this into the next generation so that our children take it up. Um, but I think it's to just to not forget our old people's thinking and um, and in whatever way that you um, choose to to do that, that um, it's not about, yeah, that the ego isn't doesn't take over, that it doesn't become, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's, and maybe that's just a reflection of conversations that we've been having over the last couple of days. But um, yeah, it's just stay connected to our old people's thinking and um, identify what that is. That there's more than one way. Mm. So the last question is also a very broad question. And, uh, you know, uh, is there a question that you wish an interview would have asked you? No, because I hate talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I can't, no, I can't think of anything other than... Um, or is there anything that, uh, you know, you've wanted to communicate that you maybe haven't yet or you, something that you think is important that has to that has to be shared mm. oh no not really i think everything's been said okay. um yeah just there's always more than one way but not to lose your way mm. Hey, listeners, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I just want you to remember that no matter who you are where you're from, what you've been through, what you've done, that you are amazing and beautiful, and I'm excited to see you next week. If you haven't already subscribed, please go and do so. And if you have subscribed, I appreciate you following the Transformative Marks podcast. And the last thing that I will ask you is to do me a solid and share this episode with somebody that you think will enjoy it. Thanks a lot, and see you next week.